From the team that brought you girls just want to have fun comes the new hit comedy from the not so fair sex. Hey guys, you want to go do something? No, no, I went to Hastings, bought the entire Friday the 13th series on Blu ray. You guys want to watch it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Pass. So I know you guys said that you guys didn't want to do anything, but I got three backstage passes to the Queens of the Stone Age concert, and I heard that McJagger and David Grohl are also going to be there. Meh. Yeah, I'm pretty busy right now. Jesus! Guys, 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 guys. I just came in from outside, and there's a horde of naked supermodels getting chased by The Covenant from Halo and Rip Torn is chasing them while throwing $100 bills into the air while riding a unicorn that is farting rainbows. You gotta come outside and see this! Uh, tell them to hold on for a while. I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of something. Yeah, me too. Busy bee. You're not doing anything! It may look like that to the untrained eye, but we're really doing important things right now. Like what? The moves! The music! The movie! What moves? They aren't doing anything. You can't make a movie out of this. Boys just want to do nothing. Coming soon. To Sneaker Madness. I am your host, Justin. With me, as always, is Sam and Jackie. How are Sam and Jackie? I'm good. I'm a little stuffed up in the nose. Yeah, I'm a little stuffed up in the nose. The flu is going around. It is the, the flu season and it's icky. Nobody Don't worry, it. I'll drink enough vodka to flush out any bacteria that might be trying to get me. Oh, we were super worried about you not drinking too much vodka. <laughs> I think you are. I think you are. Don't worry about that. Actually, so yeah, uh, it's the beginning of 2015, and with that, you know what that means. We get to do our first 2014 awards show, <laughs> which we will get to later. It's called the Smab Fuzz. Uh, this week in uh, Stinker Do's and Don'ts, we've got a. We've got something interesting here. Jackie and I cannot contribute to any of these. <laughs> Sam, you've gone went ahead. on a binge. Yeah, you've, you've you've made a mistake, and you've given you've given me the floor here. Yeah, on no, on is... some fucking dragon movies. This is gonna suck. <laughs> All right, well, wait, starting... should, should I just give my impression of the dragon now? <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> That's least... my dragon. Two of the movies, the dragon did sound a lot like that. <laughs> yes! You kind of also sound like... <laughs> I guess I'm coming down with it, too. Uh, the Ring Wraith. Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, yeah, it's a do if you like fucking dragon movies. There's a lot of them on <laughs> If you don't, then you're probably not going to like these ones so much. First, we have Curse of the Dragon Slayer, a.k.a. Saga, Curse of the Shadow. Hmm. This one was directed by John Lyde. It involves a human cleric, an elf hunter, and an orc warrior who reluctantly have to team up to save the world. Hey, wait! I, I watched the very you watched, first. You watched. I thought that you watched the whole thing with me with, on this one. Uh, I watched I like know, the first. Any. 
No, I did watch the whole huh. thing. I was just really drunk. Ah, yeah, you so were it was really totally entertaining, drunk. and I was laughing a lot. So, is it actually the curse? Which is it more, the curse of the dragon slayer or the curse of the it's shadow? the curse of the shadow? I, in fact, I have dragon levels here as my last comment <laughs> on the dragon movies. Uh, this is decent execution with the budget. The end blows ass. I would watch a sequel. <laughs> right. uh, dragon level zero. There are no dragons in this movie. There's a giant monster that. Sort of makes some noise, but it, it is it is definitely not Does a dragon. Does the dragon yeah. slayer have at least a reputation for slaying? There's not a dragon slayer. In so that is a really it, it goes into Jackie's is, rant from last week. Yeah, where he, it's, it's a bullshit title. Well, to a bullshit movie. The actual title is uh, Saga: Curse of the Shadow, and I believe it's from the game, the online or MMORPG saga. Maybe hmm. there's some game that this is supposed to be loosely based on. And, you know, uh, the, the elf, though, and the orc that they had. The orc makeup was good. Yeah. The makeup was good. It, it kind of looked like Lord of the Rings. Like, maybe they just borrowed some shit. Yeah. I'll get to some interesting on that in a, a little bit. Can I ask I, another question? Sure. Are these movies related in any form? They will be. Uh, yes, they are related, okay. and I will tell All you right. how. All right. Uh, Dragonfire. This one is directed by Cole Glass. This involves an ex-Special Forces guy... Who accidentally, he just wants to be alone, so he buys this house in the middle of nowhere. Fuck, it's the gateway to the, uh, you know, Orkland world. Different different realm. Okay. So he has to uh, use modern weapons against uh, dragons and shit like that. This is not very good execution. It blows the most ass of the four of them. I would watch a whole series based upon the idea of this. However, uh, it was not executed well. Dragon level five. Oh, a lot whoa. of dragon in getting this some, one. Getting some dragons going. A lot of dragon in this one. If you like the dragons, it has the most dragons of the four that we're going to talk about. Well, is uh, the the highest you can get a five? No, ten would be the highest that you can get. Oh, okay. Ten is so all dra- just a cast for, made of dragons. Yeah, it's just a dragon <laughs> fucking doing awesome shit, like winning <laughs> poker games. <laughs> Fucking stop! Like stopping the launch codes, Playing that piano. sort of shit. That would be it. There is no actual ten. There is not a dragon movie <laughs> that reaches dragon level ten yet. Uh, Drinking Dos Equis. Dra- Dawn of the Dragon Slayer, one of the first two that was directed by Anne K. Black. Now she can she can do a nice movie. It's a stable boy uh, becomes a dragon slayer with the help of a princess who's also a witch. Very good execution. It's not so much about dragons, it's about the love between a stable boy and a princess witch. Is he a dragon slayer? He becomes a dragon slayer. All right. All right. Dragon level 2.5. Is he There is a dragon at the end of the movie, and he does kill it. Is he right. the dragon slayer from Curse of the Dragon Slayer? It is the same guy, yes. Okay, all right. But he actually is a dragon slayer in this one, and this one was made prior to that. One of the four movies, that, well, two of the four movies that he is in. Crown and the Dragon, and K. Black also directed this a thief and a noble get some talisman bullshit, and then later they get it on. Uh-huh. This okay. was the second best. Again, this Anne K. Black can really weave together a fine movie, very well shot, very well put together. Uh, it's mostly love stories that have some uh, elfin bullshit and some dragons in the peripheral of the movie. This has a dragon level of 1.3. Mm, I don't dragons. even really... It's the same dragon as the other one, but I don't even really remember. Uh, Jason Fowler and... Kynan Griffin, Griffin are the producers of this. All of these uh, story writers, one or both, are the story writer of all. None of them are screenwriters. And Jennifer Kirkham is probably the lady that does the orc makeup. Looks so nice. Those three people are uh, producers of all three of these movies. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. 
And the other thing I would weave them together with is every single one of these is a really good idea for a low-budget movie. Like, the idea of having an orc and an elf and a human team up, I liked it. I really liked the idea of having a special forces guy become the quote-unquote wizard and mm-hmm. guard the uh, port- portal to the uh, other world, but in that one, he takes a dragon and shoots it upside the head with a fifty cal, and the dragon just shakes his head. That dragon would go down. <laughs> it would blow a hole in a tank. A dragon's head is not going to survive a fifty cal. <laughs> Bullshit. You tell that to Smog. Oh, uh, Smog would even Smog would not like it. <laughs> He's going to do more than shake his head if you pelt him with a fifty cal. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> I thought you had five of them. You only talked no, about three. No, that was three. The, I, the two of them had the different names, and I thought it were different movies. They're the same movie. I thought there was five. There's only four. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Saga: Curse of the Shadow. I see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you say uh, don't on all of them. In oh no, I say if you like dragon movies, you're gonna love these. If you don't, then you probably won't like them at all. So it's As, a don't. I because you can't just like throw out a disclaimer if well no, it's I either, also they, said they do or they don't. Uh, <clears throat> in the first one, not only did I like it, I would watch the sequel. Yeah, I said that. All right, so, so that's not do. There are do. It's a do. Okay. And if you like love, if you're a lady and you like the love bullshit, both of these Anne Clay Blacks will be right up your alley. Even if you don't like dragons, because they're barely in the movie. It's mostly just a dude and a chick. Falling in love mm. with some nice photography and some good landscapes. So you only like one of them, though. I liked three of the four. I didn't really care for Dragonfire. That 50 cal shit with the dragon pissed me off. Oh, mm. go. I gotta do it. On a pony he named Dragonfire. Huh. Busted down his stall. Dragonfire. <laughs> and I thought they were also very well done for budget taken into <clears throat> consideration. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there you go. There's your do's and don'ts for the for the dragons. Those movies are all on Netflix currently, and they all look the same if you judge them by their cover. If they, you, you can't even tell them apart. Yeah, if you, if you just search dragon, you'll see all four four of these movies. You go, I don't what? know what the difference is. Which one's which? They all kind of look like Asylum films. They're not. They're much better. Mm. Uh, Especially the NK Black ones. They spent all the budget on photography, and it looks great. They look real good. Is she famous for anything else? Nope. She's made three dragon movies. And you have only seen two? I've only seen two of them. Mm. I'm excited for the whatever the third one is. Mm. Not really. I mean, those ones were okay. I just admired her filmmaking. Again, not enough dragons. Low dragon level. Mm. Well, there you go. So, uh, yeah, there's not going to be a rant today, because it's going to be... Uh, the nominees. The interrupted by replaced by I don't know how you say that. Preempted. Preempted, yes. By the nominations for the Smab Fuzz. A little bit about the Smab Fuzz. This is the first year of the Smab Fuzz. Probably the first thing you should mention is what does that acronym mean? It it stands for funny you should ask. Huh. Huh. Sneaker Madness Achievements in Bad Filmmaking Awards. Oh, that is nice. Yes, so it's technically the SMABFA Awards, which would then be the Award Awards, mm. which is always one of my favorite you, things to do. The SMABFAs. The SMABFA Awards. Huh. Yeah. It's just the SMABFA Awards. SMABFA. SMAB without the ah. Uh, no, I like it when you have you the have two the words. You have the thing like the ATM like, machine. Yeah. Yeah, that really the, fucking pisses the me ATM off. Machine. <laughs> can I Can I use the automatic teller machine machine? <laughs> There needs to be a word for that when somebody does. You could that. just say ATM. You could just say no, ATM. or if when people do that, like I need to go to the ATM machine, you just punch them in the face, <laughs> and you say it's okay. A punchinism. 
That's what that's what we're going to call Punchinisms. Smabvas. Yeah, so how this works is we watched essentially every crummy movie that we thought that we could get our hands on in 2014, excluding some that we knew weren't for necessarily we knew that they were just going to be stupid we're looking for essentially redeeming qualities in these crappy absolutely movies. so essentially we're a- avoiding films that you know were just ugh, like a haunted house too most of the comedies uh what we was ditched it? the let's be cops which let's i watched cops. and i laughed at so i'm kind of like uh, why was that on there the 22 jump streets the Didn't see the, uh, the uh, that um, wasn't rated low enough right along just just stuff that just you know is Gonna be unbearably bad. Yeah, just no. That's not. That's not it at all. Um, so future Hall of Famers is what we're looking for. Yeah. That's what we're looking for here. But we did go a lot off of just the lowest rated films of 2014. We Correct. started with that list. Correct. And movies that we. And these also include movies that we saw for episodes. Yes. So that were contenders. Correct. Do you have some two cents to toss in? Tink, tink, two cents. You're just mouth-breathing over there. I'm just mouth-breathing. just Eli Manning out. I have to Eli Man it today. That's another reason why we can't have the rant, because I don't have enough breath in me to... Oh, rant. Well, speaking of sick, um, we watched 17 movies that came out in 2014 in the name of this. Some of them, it turns out that they're not bad. Uh, they were on a lot of people's worst lists, but those people need to see more bad movies, because yeah. they weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. Um, so how we did this is we watched seven, 17 movies that we figured we could put into this entire compilation. We all then voted in a number from one to five what our top picks were. Each vote that got a first place got would receive the most points and then five, four, five three, being two, one, the, yeah. the least amount of points. The obviously the one with the most points wins each category. Now how we did this uh with the third party is we had a third party tally all those numbers up. When we weren't in the room we have no idea who the nominations are. We have no idea who I the winners are. Been waiting an entire fucking week just to hear the nominees. We're we're going to be two weeks into this, not knowing who won. Not knowing anything. After watching 17 fucking movies and 10 of them were really fucking bad. Yeah. And <laughs> we did not talk about it amongst ourselves. No, we there was it. no campaigning. Mm-mm. At all. This is a complete surprise to us. Uh, for those that are going to be tuning in, the winners of the first annual Smap Fuzz will be released on January 9th. You know, I also wanted to mention... The internet is so dumb. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> this is actually... We have the opportunity to make this actually something. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, because you can now edit awards on IMDb. So each winner will be getting an award on their IMDb page from Stinker Madness. Yep. <laughs> yes! And the nominees are... <clears throat> we have a sealed envelope. I am opening up the envelope. We I'm so excited. Also introduce each category first. It's open. The envelope is open, ladies and gentlemen. And words. <clears throat> the nominees for we're gonna skip the big one first. Best bad actor, meaning <clears throat> the worst or most enjoyable terrible performance in film from an actor. <clears throat> Russell Crowe in Noah. Yes, I voted for that one. Russell Crowe in Winter's Tale. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage in Left Behind. Yes! Wesley Snipes in Expendables 3. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger in Sabotage. Yes, voted for that one. Tom Jane in Drive Hard. Yes. Aaron Taylor Johnson in Godzilla. Ian McShane in Hercules. I am surprised by that one. Nicolas Cage in Rage. Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Hercules. And last but not least, Colin Farrell in Winter's Tale. I should also disclaim that those are in no particular order. The nominees for Best Bad Actress are Nikki Wellen, Left Behind. She was the daughter. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Jennifer Conley in Noah. Randa Rousey in The Expendables 3. Emma Watson in Noah. Zoe Deutsch in Vampire Academy. <clears throat> Muriel Enos in Sabotage. She was terrible. Cassie Thompson in Left Behind. Who's Cassie Thompson? Cassie Thompson is the daughter in yep. Left Behind. No, She's that's the daughter. Nikki Wallen. No, it is not. No, it's not. Cassie Thompson's the daughter. Cassie Thompson is Nikki the daughter. Nikki Wallen was the booby lady stewardess. Yeah. Oh. Oops. No! Oh, so we know that you had the wrong person. Man, you already wrong per- fucked oh, up. Oh no, I may have screwed up the Smabfuzz. Cassie Thompson may get fucked out of a <laughs> yeah, Smabfa this uh, year. No. Somebody's not paying attention. Elizabeth Olsen in Godzilla. Olivia Williams in Sabotage. Ava Green in Sin City 2. And Jessica Alba in Sin City 2. Even though Jessica Alba only had like four lines. <laughs> she was just she was so shit in that movie. Terrible. Was terrible. I'm in a drunk dance with a gun. The Mystery Science Theater 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 3000 Award or the most riffable movie. I Frankenstein, Godzilla, Sabotage, Noah, Winter's Tale, Left Behind, Pompeii, Vampire Academy, Drive Hard, and Rage. The nominees for Worst Bad Picture, which means it's just the shittiest movie mm-hmm. possible. There's, it's just terrible on all things. It's essentially the Razzie. But it's not. It's the Smap Fuck. Which is better. It's mm-hmm. the Shit Fuck. Go ahead. <laughs> Noah. Left Behind. Sin City A Dame to Kill For. Winner's Tale. Sabotage. Godzilla. Pompeii. Three Days to Kill. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Transformers. Oh, Transformers made the That was the first mention of Transformers. So every movie that we watched got at least one nomination or one person nominated. The nominees for the big one. Ah. Best in Bad Pictures. So the ones we like the most. Yes. Need for Speed, Hercules, Expendables 3, Winter's Tale, Three Days to Kill, Vampire Academy, Noah and Pompeii. There you have it, guys. Oh, Pompeii got a nod, huh? Yeah, oh, I'm surprised Pompeii. about Pompeii. I am too. That was mine. <laughs> ah. I nominated Pompeii because I thought it was kind of cool. Huh? I hated Pompeii. Yeah, Pompeii is rough. Any, any? Uh, let's let's start out talking about the the best bad picture. Let's just go straight for the T. Well, actually, here. before I say before we go into anything, I really feel that. The critics were almost hard on Transformers 4, but it did do one thing wrong. It was three hours and 45 fucking minutes long! It did... That was right? That was the wrong thing! Oh, that's the worst thing! That's the worst thing! Like, other than that, the movie really didn't have anything wrong with it. It was just too goddamn long. It was a five away from... 
Or it was heavy scissors away from being a five. Yeah, it was, you know, a fine popcorn movie. I mean, if I was 13, I'd love the shit out of it. Except probably. for the fact that it was three hours long. Yeah, if I would If I was 13, peed. I'd be like, I got things to do. Like peeing. Yeah, like peeing. This shit sucks. I started tuning out. Like, I would just, like, look at the walls after a while. Like, three hours of just action, 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 action. It was just like, uh... They lost me for a long time until the dinosaurs came in the picture. Ah. Then I started laughing. Dino- I laughed so Jackie hard I fell off the, the couch. Dinobots. Uh, Transformers, yeah, that was silly. Transformers didn't get a nomination for Best Bad Picture. That's not really that surprising. But uh, is there anything missing from this, the Best Bad Picture list that you guys were kind of surprised about? The Best Bad Picture list? Yeah. Like, uh, no? Not let really. Me think. Let, me, let me look again here. I have the, I have all this dialed up with my tech my tech now, it's great. Uh, yeah, Left Behind's not on Best Bad Picture. It isn't. It is not. Yeah, and I you know we didn't do a screenplay award, but if there would have been one, that definitely would have won because it had no story whatsoever. None. Absolutely <laughs> no. no story. It, the first the first uh, Left Behind with Kirk Cameron doesn't tell any story. This one tells less, which is remarkable. Yeah. Are you guys, uh, either, I, yeah, I, I know that I didn't vote for it, but, uh, I see Noah's on Best Bad Picture. I really hated Noah. Noah was very like, hard I for me to watch. hate that movie. I actually had a hard time with this one because after my first two, I was like, eh, and the most riffable as well. I had like two in both of those categories that I was like, yeah, and then I had, to figure out the rest of the ballot. Let me uh, let me guess. Noah? Jackie? Yeah. You liked Noah, huh? <laughs> I thought it was funny. When he's lay <laughs> when he planks the movie naked, that was really that was the funniest moment yeah, that was in any of moment. these films is Russell Crowe when... passed out drunk in the sand. And when they get the level five flame flowering sword, mm-hmm. that was cool. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. However, it was too long. Yeah, it was also too long. I was exhausted. That's probably not going to win. My brain. Uh, let's talk about the Mystery Science Theater Award. Sure. Uh, I, got, I got a couple questions here that I want to I want to hear. Who, if you feel like speaking up, go ahead and speak up. But if you don't, then uh, you don't have to. But uh, Vampire Academy on the Mystery Science Theater three thousand. I didn't put it on there. I did not either because. They talk so much. They talk so goddamn you much. You couldn't get a word in edgewise there would, against that no movie. There's no opportunity for jokes. You would be talking over the entire film. That was a strong second if we would have done a screenplay award because you have Left Behind tells no story. Vampire Academy tries to fit two books of information into one screenplay. Yeah. With dialogue. Yeah. Like, they just tell it to you. You know what I like on this list that I did not nominate? Huh. I'll just go ahead and speak up. Pompeii. I think Pompeii is a good nomination for the Mystery Science Theater Award that uh, I yeah. just did. Yeah. I just ran out of nominations that I could nominate. We could only nominate I five. Will I will speak up and that well. say that I was all in. I think that Pompeii was the most riffable because it sucks. It, and it was so silly that there was just things to make fun of throughout the whole goddamn thing. It does open the door to make fun of a lot of things. Yeah. So, uh... So there you go. There's your SMABFA nominations. We will be posting this on our website. Feel free to uh, give us your thoughts on on uh, who's going to win these these categories. We will, again, be releasing those on the next episode. Yep. 
This week, we are going to be doing a Jackie pick for our movie, as you can probably guess by the title. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Sam, why don't you go ahead and tell us about the film? Girls Just Want to Have Fun, it's, uh, released in 1985, directed by Alan Metter, who also did such films as Back to the School Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, sure. Police Academy Mission to Moscow, which is not very good, Ugh. and he ended his career on a Cameron. The last movie he directed was The Growing Pains Made for TV Movie. Mm. Took him out. The Cameron, the Cam took him out. Yeah. The Cam Fam. The Cam Fam took him out. Oh, oh, shit. We didn't, I didn't even disclaim something. Sorry, ah, we got to back go this ahead. up. Not to, I, this is very important. I don't want to hear any flack about it. Sure. We did see Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas. It is not eligible for a nomination on any of the categories because it is not a it, film. It's not a movie. You must be a film. That was a sermon. Not eligible. Yeah. Moving on. Sorry for that. Uh, produced by billion-dollar Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell, his films have net uh, grossed over $1 billion. Uh, a few examples, Eraser, Scorpion King, Collateral. Oh, yeah. So this guy makes, this a, guy makes a bunch of money. Yeah. Collateral was a Michael Mann film. It was a, good, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was a solid film. Uh, even though this is a New World Pictures, this is post-Corman. Corman sold in 83. This was released in 85, therefore it was probably shot in 84. So this mm -hmm. is the year after Corman Could have been pitched sold. to Corman. I don't know. These guys that bought it from Corman, and I didn't really get into them because they weren't that interesting, they looked like they were all in and out of New World Pictures within two years. Uh, they were just making money. Yeah. And this is the sort of movie they're selling a likeness to a song, this is not something that Corman would do. No. Mm. Well, what about Rock and Roll High School? Well, that's just fucking some rad shit, though, too. It's actually not a very good movie. It's not. But it's a Corman anyway, film. It is a Corman film. About a band. That's that true. the song, and it's the film title. Well, I thought that... Was it Rock and Roll High School was supposed to be Van Halen, but they were too fucked up the They're whole time? They were too hard to contain. They were too hard to contain. Could, you had yeah. to get somebody tame like the Ramones. Yeah, so I mean... Tamer than Van Halen. I don't think this is quite the same deal, just judging by that. This uh, is sort of podcast about Van Halen. Those guys are sweet. This is, of course, starring Sarah Jessica Porkhorker and Helen Weekend Pussy Hunt. <laughs> I, Who was that again? Who was that again? Helen Weekend Pussy Hunt and, and uh, Sarah Jessica Porkhorker. Porkhorker likes the uh, pork loin. She can uh, what? Gingerly massage it with her throat. Pork I just don't know why I have to. I just see both of these women and I. I just want to make fun of them for being whores, even though they're probably really nice horse. family I ladies. I just want to make fun of both. Of them. I just want to make fun of both of them, and that was. The best I could come up with because it works. <laughs> the pork horker's not bad. I think Weekend Pussy Hunt is great. <laughs> Weekend Pussy Hunt's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, they're in this and we all know who they are. Mm -hmm. uh, keep an eye out for young Shannon Doherty and Biff Yeager in a non Tim Burton movie, which he didn't do very much of. Now, here's a fun thing. There on IMDb are 76 credits in the cast for one word as the credit dancer. Whoa. There is 76 dancer credits on IMDb. There is not, there is actually about five or six uncredited dancers <laughs> that I counted in the 76 off IMDb. <laughs> so a couple people got fucked out of the dancer credit, even though there was over 70 that didn't, right? Oh, Jesus. Uh, if you, the first two keywords on a search for IMDb, when it says like keywords, mm -hmm. dance and dancer. <laughs> <laughs> 
For this movie? Yes, there's 76 fucking dancers, and the first two plot points that we need to be concerned with are dance and the dancer. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this movie, and now my heart just went, oh, no. Oh, no. no. Uh, one of the dancers is uncredited, and un- and then unknown Gina Gershon. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Helen Hunt's boobs got bigger. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I don't when? know if she got them. Like, in as good as it gets, I was like, those are pretty big boobs. And I saw her naked in water dance, and those were not pretty big boobs. So I don't know what process was used to get the boobs bigger, if they got bigger on their own. I don't want to accuse her of anything other than going on weekend pussy hunts. Um, or being hunted on the weekend for her pussy, whichever it may be. But, uh, yes, her boobs did have a drastic size change in a ten-year period, say. That has nothing to do with this film. Nothing to do with it at all. There's not a lot about this movie. There was, like, barely any trivia. There's not a lot you can... I guess, other than being the likeness to a song and having a bunch of fucking dancers, that's about all there is mm-hmm. to this thing. Uh, so this isn't on Netflix anymore, right? It will not be after the 1st of January. When it's uh, when, well, this, when this, when this releases, is no. released, you will no longer it be able to see it. It is on YouTube, however. Yes, or as I typed it, you rube, mm. which is wrong. You are a rube. These are small keys. That's all I have for this movie. Wow. Well, there you go. Girls just want to have fun. Should be a fun pick. Uh, looking forward to it. So this week for improv, we're going to try something a little new here. Oh boy! Again, um, <clears throat> I will be playing the role of Matthew Broderick, and potentially uh, somebody else, but not important. Jackie will be playing the role of Sarah Jessica Parker. Porker. Por- pork horker. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Pork Horker. Yeah. And Sam will be playing the role of every character on the Starship Enterprise. I like that I will be playing the role of the crew of the Starship Enterprise. D. D. Yes. Yeah. Enterprise that right. D. Yeah. For all of you Trekkies out there. B business. Or Enterprise C, which was in an episode of TNG where they were in the time vortex. Yeah. Oh, no. Total dork out. Um, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna set this up. Here we go. This is my only line is not Matthew Broderick, I believe. Captain, we've entered the system at, we're, we're at impulse power now, uh, orbiting the planet. I believe it's called Lady Pantswares, and, uh, awaiting your command, sir. Mandaraga put together an away team that I am not on because my Patrick Stewart in person is not very strong. <laughs> True. Very good, Captain. Data, you're coming with me. Also, Worf, you're coming too. Let's go. <laughs> We're going now. And anybody down else to, that I think down of. Down on the planet. Down on the planet. Irish guy, who I don't remember, that was also in Deep Space Nine. Cool. Let's cool. get it. Uh, uh, Chief O'Brien. Chief O'Brien, beam us down. <laughs> Boy, that's a lot of poop. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the planet. Hello, I'm Commander Riker. This is my away team with Android Data and Klingon Worf. Hi. I am Mr. Sir. I would like to meet have you meet my wife and Lord of all things, Sarah Jessica. Data, what's going on here? Well, it would seem that the uh, women are in charge of this planet. Very astute, Data. Uh, yes, so you are the leader here, as I understand it. I am! Uh, could you... Hmm. (laughs) 
Well, <laughs> why don't you give me something to work with there? <laughs> I, mean, I didn't realize that this planet was ruled by a sexy baby. Yeah. <laughs> it is! Or a I... mouse person. I just got back from Blooming Dale's to shop for high heels. The deals were so good, I got some Jimmy Chews. All right, Skippy. What am I going to do? Well, you got you to, gotta, like, uh... Throw me a bone here. What do I do with this lady? Allow me to interpret, sir. What she said was that she is the queen of everything that is good and holy, and that we should all never talk bad about her in any form or think of any other woman in any form or never not forget her birthday in any form. Is that a gift for me? No. Oh, it is? Well, thank you. All right. Commander, there seems to be something odd with their culture. <laughs> oh, um, also, <laughs> we have massive diarrhea <laughs> as a part of our culture. <laughs> I love it so much! Thank you! <laughs> How is this possible, Data? Well, it seems they've supplemented their diet with only beans and Pepto-Bismol. It's so it's like They're calling it a shake, according to this restaurant menu. It's, it's just Pepto. Would you like a tour of our temple to duty? <laughs> Chief O'Brien! Beam us up. <laughs> number one! What's going on down there? You don't even want to know. A lot of number twos. Just spin it around. <laughs> Just get this thing going. Spool it up. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Get to the chopper now from Blue Planet. <laughs> we'll see you next week.